0: Hey Kathy, are we GH? We sure are. Yes, it is about time. some storylines that we're going to go through but first we're going to tell you that this week spoiler level
1: NBD, no big deal no big deal episodes this week are episode 86 through 90 of season 60
0: and like we said when there's no big spoilers we're maybe not as excited about some other things but we each had strong opinions about certain things
1: yeah, it was a, it was kind of a slower week than compared, like, all the weeks prior, because um, there's been so much going on. This week felt like a bit of a, a filler week, but there was still a lot to talk about. Absolutely. Do you want to start with the Willow story? Yeah, that's probably a good place to start. I think you said it before, she's a, a, a bizarrely boring character, but... I don't think that's any, like, I think the actress is amazing. Um, but she has just hasn't had that much to do. And now all of a sudden, everything has having to do with her. So she, it's really her story, but it's kind of the nexus of a lot of stories. So um, the whole thing, like the whole week started out with her, like, openly hating on Nina. You know, I I don't like the fact that this is the situation that we're in. I will accept your bone marrow but that's it like you get no access to my family um and then she goes through another bit of a of a situation where she's not sure she wants to give birth prematurely and michael gets frustrated tj doesn't really like he's not going to persuade her one way or the other and sasha comes in as full support but after the sasha visit i feel like willow kind of switched her thought process like hey i I do want to be the mom so I was it's kind how- of
0: confused by that because she said to Sasha how she didn't want to put her baby's life at risk. And Sasha was like, I expect nothing less of you. And I was like, oh, God, are they going to literally kill Willow because she's going to wait it out? And then she told Michael she was ready to go.
1: Yeah, it was a bit of a switcheroo. So we may have missed like some of her decision making. But I think in the end, she decided on the right thing to do, in my mind, anyways. Um, But tangentially to this was Nino's complete and utter breakdown. Like, the... (laughs) She is, like, not sleeping, not
0: bathing, not taking care of herself. She's weirdly hiding out in rooms at GH...
1: Yeah, while well, she waits for to find out if she can be the bone marrow donor. She has the crazy eyes. She's needing to be pulled back on her vengeance uh, tour against Carly. And it's just a lot. Um, a lot. She's definitely headed down some sort of mental breakdown thing. Uh, and then the other tangential piece to this was Carly's forgiveness tour. <laughs> Where she just needed to go around apologizing and weeping the whole week. Um, and she got her forgiveness from Willow and she finally in the very last you know on Friday she finally gets the I will love you mom even though I don't like what you did from Michael which I was afraid (laughs) I don't know about you but I was really afraid Michael was gonna like because Michael had this great conversation with Sonny and then I thought and then he was like hating on his mom and I thought are you just are you just switching now? You just are now you're going to hate on your mom and then be nice to your dad. Like, I don't know, Michael. It's so interesting because when we started watching and if you haven't heard our intro, we started
0: watching in 2021. So we're going on about a year and a half. And my introduction, the description I got of Michael from Kathy was he is like, the moral compass, like yeah. he is always doing whatever is right. Yeah, he, that is not his character. No, right
1: now at all. No, he's vengeance, Michael. He and is all about vengeance. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Uh, but that's it. I mean that that's kind of where we're at with the story. We're still trying to wait and see if she's a don't if Nina's a donor for Willow, and that's it. But looks Stacey, like she's I'm, she's gonna be. I'm well yeah I mean that's that would be logical. She passed the first test
0: or whatever. the initial screening, the swab or whatever.
1: Yeah, and I know in part two we're gonna talk about um, the whole Austin thing, but but I feel like we now need to get into the story you have passionate feelings about and talk about. Okay, Portia. so
0: Portia and Curtis, I, I do love them. Don't get me wrong, and. Obviously I think Curtis is just delicious. It's fine. Um, And they're really in the planning their wedding. Right. And side note that we'll discuss in the next section, Portia has looked amazing. She is on point in her wardrobe, which is one of our keys. Um, Yes. That said, like they come into Portia and Curtis working on their seating, uh, seating charts and, um, and it's always a little cringy for me, because I don't know, because it wasn't, I didn't have that kind of wedding, probably I just wasn't really interested in that. And maybe I just don't have enough drama in the people that I'm sitting together. But um,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you don't have as much drama as this. soap that's for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and to be fair, I don't have that kind of money either, right? Like, that's just not my that wasn't my ideal wedding that's not where I wanted to spend my money. Um, but so so I immediately saw with their little charts and whatever, and they're trying to figure stuff out. Um, and then Marshall came home and they were like, Marshall, we want you to be part of the ceremony. And he's like, I'm too old to be a groomsman. And they're like, no, we want you to be, we'd like you to play the clarinet solo. And he just said, no, um, it's not a good idea. I'm not going to do it. And they started pushing, like, don't you want to be part of it? It was very high handed from the two of them. And this is sort of where that wedding mania comes in. So I understood a little, but then Marshall said, it gives me anxiety to perform alone. It makes me feel anxious. And I don't want to do it. It's too important of an event and it gives me anxiety. And they just kept pushing. And I felt he had made himself so vulnerable to be really honest with them about why he didn't want to do it. Like I get severe anxiety performing alone. It's why I only perform in a band. And, And then Curtis leaves. I can't really remember what that was about. And Portia triples down on him. And it was like, I don't even think you have schizophrenia. And Marshall just loses his shit and says, leave it alone. It's none of your business. Why can't you just back off? And then Curtis hears yelling and then they immediately apologize and they sit down and have this whole conversation. I am all for the conversation, but I don't think it should be about him performing at their wedding and I think they handled it poorly. I I have strong feelings about when people are very clear, very honest about their mental health needs. Let yeah. them be in charge of their own mental health.
1: Yeah, and, and you you said made me so angry. Yeah, and while we were watching, Stacy was basically saying, you know, it's blind the way they're interrogating him at this point, and you basically said what. Marshall then says in terms of why he doesn't want to get tested.
0: Yeah, that was a big deal too. And they, they said, you know, why don't you want to do this? Why don't you want to get genetic testing? And, and he's like in tears. He's like, because I willingly went away for 40 years. I came back to one son dead, one son, you know, battling addiction who hated me. Like I've lost, I lost 40 years of my life. I lost my wife. I've lost a son. I'm, I'm. And if it's confirmed that I don't have schizophrenia, I did all of that for nothing.
1: Yeah. That was tragic. I was so emotional watching that.
0: It was so hard. And I, I mean, I get you, you only have a limited amount of time. You've got to get it out somehow. It, it's a soap you have to, But i was so angry at portia and curtis and i'm already i have real strong feelings about what portia is continuing to doing to do because she is saying you know spencer is a two-time felon stay away from my daughter like you need to plan better you need people who are going to be open and she is she is openly lying to curtis at this point worse than what carly did to willow and her just talking about being open, getting things out there repeatedly. I, I hate her for that. And I, I, it's really hard.
1: It's hard because she's, she's not a character that you dislike. Yeah. So it's, it it's is hard, so hard. Yeah. It's hard to watch her making this choice, knowing what's going to come out. And um, yeah. Awful. 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 It was just a tough story to watch. But she looked beautiful the entire time.
0: Oh my God. She had the one outfit with the jeans and the beautiful top that I just want. Oh, and then when they were planning the seating chart, she had this beautiful dress. And I was just like, oh, she looks amazing. I didn't care for her belt, but who cares? It's a belt. She looked amazing. Her hair, makeup, the whole thing. She's, she's looking great.
1: She's stunning. And I was only going to say like, it was really fun to see Tiger briefly. Like, yeah, we haven't seen like him a in a while, and he shows up second for like a appearance, exactly. 30, yeah, exactly. Okay. Four seconds of Taggart <laughs> <It's> <laughs> going, just... I'm the dad, <laughs> yeah. As he like
0: doubles down on Curtis, and it's just like he comes in to remind us that, oh, yeah, you're not really
1: the dad, and this is gonna blow up, yeah, that's exactly what right that was. in your face, mm hmm, 100%. 100%. Oh,
0: and it was heartbreaking because they were talking about, like, all of the things he had going, Marshall had going for him, and they talked about Epiphany, and I was like, okay, I feel like it's been weeks. How yeah. far in advance did you film? And does that mean that, I mean, they already did the baby tribute to her, and, well, the and big, I just, I do Yeah, don't the big know. question
1: is, are they going to recast her or not? That's the big question. yeah. And, if they decide not to story. recast her, yeah, if they decide not to recast her, that's a big thing for Marshall. If they if they plan on you know, anyways, I'm oh, the only other future. thing I can
0: think of is that she gets into a medical school that's far away. I guess, but I know I would want I, more than that. Um Okay, did you want to talk about
1: Esme? <sighs> okay so here's the deal i really do think that she's lost her memory at this point i guess i went back and forth not sure if we're gonna have a ha ha i didn't really lose my memory but i feel like at this point she's she's lost it the whole week starts with laura coming in to question her and esme revealing that she's hoping spencer is the daddy Um, which I don't think we'd heard until then, but that helps Spencer's case because he's off on the side trying to cut a deal with Diane to try to take uh, control of the baby when it's born. Um, But basically Esme's remanded to Spring Ridge. Uh, She comes out of the hospital and goes to Spring Ridge and meets her mother who she doesn't know is her mother Could Um, Heather be
0: more fucking crazy when she's trying to bond with Esme? Like, Esme is, like, backing away slowly from her.
1: It was beautiful. The two of them, I mean, kudos to the acting, because, whoo, that was awkward. (laughs) Let's make friendship bracelets. Oh, my (laughs) God. I'm your mate. (laughs) I was like, wow, Heather, you could not be more awful. But she did, like, a couple things. Like, she warned Esme not to... Uh, get around Ryan which was key and whole and you know the Heather Heather basically has decided she's going to bust out um to save Esme so you know that's coming there's a big there's a big bust out of prison scene coming at some point we also found out that Esme's name means beloved from Heather the creep (laughs) (laughs) and and then The only other thing that's really related to this is, well, I mean, there's a couple things with Nick, but Martin Gray, her lawyer, it was very interesting that scene when he was threatening Victor. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting to have him kind of take the upper hand there and using Esme to kind of do it. And when Victor came in to introduce himself as Uncle Victor to Esme, I thought that was creepy too. Oh my
0: God. Yeah, he is creepy. And... Yeah, uh, the whole Windermere thing is interesting. Like, Nick is not giving it up, and this is sort of veering off topic, but there's so many things circling around that Esme is central to.
1: Yeah, because, okay, let's just go to part two. Because here's the thing. Victor is blackmailing Nicholas by holding all of the stuff from the North Tower in some kind of storage unit. He's also blackmailing Liz with this, too. Um, Nicholas is Nicholas blackmailing somebody. <laughs> I, don't remember. I, I don't think so. Oh no, Ava is blackmailing Nicholas because she has his confession. On. But she's
0: blackmailing him
1: through Victor. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Spencer's over there trying to take the baby. I, I don't know, man. Nicholas there, is in big trouble. There's a lot of
0: intrigue happening. And uh, and again, we haven't really looked into it, but we're concerned because there was a comment that, and it seems like Nicholas, at least the actor, is no longer on the show.
1: Yeah. And okay, so here's like, I think Friday's episode was the crux of where the mystery is going to be. Because that's when Victor brings up Hayden's name. So he's blackmailing Nicholas with the Hayden murder too. Mm-hmm. Nicholas is basically doubling down on, I'm not giving up Windermere and I'm in love with Ava still. And so they both like come to head, threatening each other. The next time will be your last. I call your bluff. And then like the very next scene was, do do do. Um, well, I got to go. <laughs> but regardless of that, they're I feel so like weird. they're so weird. I feel like we're, Oh, and at the very end, Victor just leaves that transfer deed there saying, hey, you just might as well sign this. So I'm just curious as to what's going to happen there.
0: Yeah. Oh, he said sign it before I leave.
1: Oh, before oh. or something
0: like that. He was like, it was like, do it now.
1: Yeah. So who knows who, who knows with that story, it could go in so many different ways. It's so it's like the writers are leaving themselves options at this point Mm -hmm. um okay but the other story i wanted to talk about in part two is the and this is what i'm referring to it as the lame is film noir episode that is anna and (laughs) valentine's time in paris (laughs) because first we get the innocent little french boy Who comes and gives them, like, information. And then we get the mysterious French woman with way too much red lipstick. And uh, that was just uncomfortable all the way around. And the, the the mouth kissing, it it was it was bizarre. Yeah, it was not good. And from a fashion standpoint, Anna's shirt was horrifying. Oh, yeah, that was bad. It was uh, not a good look. And Anna's normally perfect, so...
0: Yeah, so we're having, like, weird um, out-of-body experiences for the wardrobe that, like, <sighs> the people that normally look horrifying are looking, like, frumpy. Um, oh, I have notes about O'Recht's jacket. So we didn't talk about this yet. We were waiting for here. But Austin is in everybody's business right now. Yes, and like he's a friend to all like telling Ava he's there for her and he's calling Obrecht on behalf of Nina and like all of these things and it uh so he we called him like the new Drew because Drew was that way in the beginning like friends with everybody just trying to be everybody's ear let me
1: help you yeah let me help counsel you that's what Austin and, felt like yeah he was Austin doing. is
0: doing that and And then he goes back to what it seemed like Brit's office. Is that Austin's office now? I I just don't understand. And there's Mason. And Mason basically says he's been stalking Maxie's children. Which
1: is disgusting. He's referring to their boss. He's like, don't disappoint the boss. So really that's the question right now is who is their boss? And I
0: think it's a family member, or at least a tangential family member, because
1: he very pointedly calls him cuz. He's definitely, yeah, he's definitely like, I mean, there's some, there's something very, very deep going on between the two of them. So, but what is Austin going to do? Austin's basically just trying to say, hey, I'm not going to do this anymore. And Mason's like, yes, you are. It's gross. Agreed. Liesel, you brought up Liesel. Yeah. She, she's going to pursue the pregnant woman. <laughs> Even after talking Nina away from going after Carly, she comes out and goes, where is this I'm going after her. <laughs> right? <sighs> um, we
0: also have, amazing. Kathy has theories about Obreg's hair now because they're letting it grow out. And you can see that it's dark, the color it should be in, not that weird pinky blonde.
1: I yeah, just, so I just wonder I if she sex. had like a role and she had to be blonde and now they're letting it grow out. I don't know. I'm trying to think positive. You know me. Picking <laughs> um, up positive things. Violet was in the show and she's one of the best child actresses that they have on that show. And she's just amazing. And she quoted uh, Maxie and I loved it when she was like fashion first. <laughs> I feel like that might need to be our tagline. Fashion first.
0: So Kathy just quoted Violet to me. I mean, right before we called this, uh, we started <laughs> doing it, but uh, uh, yeah, uh, because I needed to buy new pants. And she was like, as, as Violet says, fashion first, just buy the jeans, Stacy." Sorry, that's more information <laughs> that's than you really need, but we're quoting them in real life, not just...
1: Uh, hey, it's a good, it's a good policy. Always just buy the jeans. People, and you have my permission. It ended,
0: come on, the ending, we knew where it was going to go. But really, Dex
1: pulling his pants up as he Ugh. opens the door to Cameron? Ugh. Come I can't. on. I felt so bad for Cameron. But basically, he now knows that there was more to the breakup. Joss didn't tell him the entire truth, and he's going to be devastated. I'm not looking forward to it.
0: Well, it's going to make him angry, and... I'm going to be clear. I still think Cameron and Esme are going to end up together. That's the relationship I see coming.
1: Okay. Well, I hope to God you're wrong. <laughs> I, I have see strong it feelings. Strong feelings. Okay. Fashion, real quick fashion notes. I know we talked about her Porsche and whatever, but I also thought that Cameron and Austin looked amazing. Um, we don't talk about men's fashion that much, but I thought they both looked great. Uh, and then the only other bad thing I had was Diane's um, military jacket. That didn't really look that great. I also didn't like the color. It was like some weird greenish color.
0: Yeah, she had like this weird olive Sergeant Pepper jacket going on, and it was odd.
1: Yeah, but can we just talk about Anna's shirt just one more time? Because I did make a, a note because you had such a you had such a strong response to this shirt. Um, because I think as you were watching it, it kept getting worse. Because yes. you were like, oh, I don't like it. And then you're like, oh, it just got worse. <laughs> like every angle was just wrong.
0: Um, yeah. I. And my other thing with the Anna situation is her and Valentin are not dressed for the same event. And they're, no. they're traveling together and he's all of a sudden wearing a jeans
1: and a hoodie. And she looks like she's going to some casino to play like a red hot hooker. Like, I'm just not sure like what she's dressed as, but.
0: And we knew we didn't trust that woman that I can't even remember her name that had a lot of fillers going on. Um, No no judgment. Like, Phil, do you. It's fine. be you. But but... she was very puffy, like aggressively puffy. Um, And we knew she wasn't to be trusted. And she went immediately To Victor's henchmen.
1: Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I I mean, what's going to happen? Because I don't know. The little French boy. Sorry. Keep going. Talk about Anna. I
0: I, like Anna didn't trust her the whole time. And she's like, well, I guess we're doing this. But that's true. I feel like Anna has something up her sleeve to deal with that. I hope
1: Um, so.
0: And the little French boy, (laughs) the latest Rob French boy, um, his dad works there. Um, he was very cute. It was so funny. Kathy's like, mm, can we trade you
1: for somebody on the show? Like, do you speak English? Like, he's such a good actor. He was really good. He was really good. Oh, he was really good. I would not be surprised if he had been performing on Les Mis. So who knows? But he did confirm that Lucy is alive and in Paris. Thank God. All right. Well, that's the end of my notes, Stacy. Um... We have a lot more to talk about than I anticipated. I know. I, when Possibly I was writing my notes. Is, so ranting. Well, that, but there was just a lot. I mean, it was a slower week, but there was a lot of little subtle, subtle things happening. Um, um, so anyways, uh, thank you for listening. Please let us course, know your please. thoughts. And your theories. And, you know, the good,
0: bad, Touch- and the ugly. I'm constantly telling people I want the feedback. Please share if there's something you want us to talk about or not talk about. We might listen, Um, but we're pretty stubborn, so we might not. But we want your feedback. I'm just going to put it like that. Um, We will listen to it and we'll be honest about whether we're changing or not. But uh, I love feedback. Please give it. Um, You can reach me at alexis at rweghing.com.
1: You can reach me at felicia at rweghing.com. Oh, oh, oh. And they mentioned Felicia during the whole creepy threat against Georgie. So I'm hoping they're going to be in next week because I miss her. (laughs) Anyways, thanks for listening. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.